at top of the morning Good to you. Morning, Juliet. I haven't Action. got any. I haven't got any audio. I've got for what? Insta. That's all right. She'll be all right, that's, mate. Tommy can do a down sport. All right, I'll do it. Yet. What's happening? <laughs> Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, and Mark Novak. And this morning, we're going to be talking about uh, basically getting gazumped. Um, AKA missing, or no, missing out on the property, AKA get being gazumped. Um, I find whenever a buyer misses out on a property, they sort of crack the shits and who do they blame? And half a lot of the time, rightfully so. So I, this morning, um, we're going to be talking about how you can avoid it, read the signs, what you could do to minimize that, um, minimize that from happening. And also, if it does happen, what to do? So, Mark, let's let's sort of take it from the top. Let's let's have a chin wag. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to I'm just trying Insta. to sync up you go, with Mark. you uh, with some audio. Sorry about that. Um, Hang on, Facebook should still be going, but yeah, look, it's it's a big one, isn't it, Burge? Like oh, the you back on Insta, you've dropped out, Mark. You there? Yep. How are you? All good. Oh, God, That's yeah. all right. You've joined at the right time. I just said, take it away. Take it from the top. Miss out on a property. What can you do? Where does it start? Does it start when you see the property? Does it start when you put... Does it start how you make the offer? Is it... Let's take it right back. Is that where it you starts? Know what? How you make I, an offer? Verbal, written, I, on a contract. What do you reckon? Look, I do think setting the tone's important. Um, it's probably not the most critical point. Um, I think when you're, when you're buying a property as to are you going to miss out on, on, on it because of the way you made the offer. But I think it's even it's probably even more critical once you've had the offer accepted, how you act from that point. But I do believe, yes, when you move sort of nice and solidly on your offer making, it just shows you sort of a no muck around person. And I think the agent will be probably talking straight with you a little bit more um, yeah. and not trying to fluff around the edges. So they'll probably be a bit a bit raw. But it's super important because if, if you're going to – when you're buying a property, you've got so much um, emotion invested in most parts. People aren't just investors sort of thing and, and callous. They're still emotionally in it. Um, mm. So I, I think, yeah, I think it's really important that, that we if we can educate anyone to get one nugget just out of today – I'm buying yes. something, great bloody topic. I think what you said before, just before, it's what you do after the offer. And the biggest concern I see buyers have or the issue that arises is they get an offer accepted and then they take 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours, four days, a week to exchange the contract. Like I have to stress, an offer accepted is not legally binding. So um, I find issues come up when off an offer has been accepted and then there's like this big delay between exchanging and the owner sometimes gets a little bit worried going, are they really there? Because sometimes the buyers will sort of say, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go, get it accepted, especially if they're doing a little bit of a lower offer. And then the owner's are like, all right, I'll accept it. Uh, I'll accept that. Okay, that, this is the issue. They, uh, let's say it's 500. Buyers say they're ready to go. Um, they offer 480, well below what's been asked or even lower. Then the owner who was always offers over 500 accepts this really low, accept this offer much lower than what they're guiding. But then the buyer doesn't exchange straight away. 
So then the owner goes, well, we've told everyone who's the hundred groups that have come through the property that it's offers over 500, but you've taken 480, go tell everyone else. And then you get a lot more competition. So that's, I find happens a lot. Um, so how it's that time from offer accepted to exchange. What is a reasonable time mark? Is it minutes? Is it hours? Is it weeks? Like what's, what, what, what do you well, do? I think that what we've all got to remember is that people are getting into a, a, a massive transaction. So you want to lock in you as a purchaser, but you don't want to lock in yourself too quick without doing your due, your due diligence. Mm. We all get that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think that's really, really important. But the great thing about buying residential is you've got your cooling off period. Yeah. Right? Because you've got that cooling off period, that's going to give you five business days. Now, you're going to lose a couple of thousand bucks. It's 0.25. Fact. But I reckon the heartache is much greater if someone else comes in. So I think if you can, in today's world, if you can put down one or two thousand bucks and you know that you're not going to miss out on the property, it's a bloody cheap investment. Really, really. So um, what would be, I think, and we've stressed this before, before you're looking for a property, you really should have an indication on your pre-approval and or your finances because realistically, if you know you can get the loan amount for the dollar transaction that you're buying, then the rest can happen pretty quickly. Like there is minimal risk in that way because offer accepted, exchange on a cooling off period, and then with you've generally got five business days, which the the other two boxes you've got to tick is your building and pest and strata report and your lawyer to check the contract. Those three yep. things can generally happen within five days. So Absolutely. when I see a buyer can offer accepted and then they're like, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, and they're not willing to exchange contracts, that's when another buyer comes along. And if they're at the same offer or the same price, the owner is going to take the offer that's ready to go. So I think um, buyers out there, yes, there are boxes you have to tick, but residential, guys, you've got the luxury of a cooling off. Commercial, there's not that there. Um, so I think use it. And if you've got that loan amount, jump in there because they. that's why we've got that angry mob photo because that's what it feels like when a buyer's had offer accepted and another buyer comes in at the same price sometimes, even lower sometimes. Like the power of being able to do the deal straight away for a landlord uh, or a, vet, a vendor, because you don't know what they're going to go into. Isn't that right, Mark? They could already have bought somewhere and they really they need this somewhere. exchanged. Yep. Um, or they're just moving on part of their life. And if, it, if you got offer accepted and it's dragging out 24 hours, a few days a week, you're really opening yourself up. So just be mindful of that. G'day, uh, Lisa and Malberge, a bit of feedback. We can hear your voice echo, 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 echo. Oh, okay. I think that's gone now. I think I sorted it all out yeah. at, um, on that. Sorry, guys. I had um, flat AirPods. Mm. Happens to the best of us. But no, I think I've no. I got my AirPods back now and connected. Um, okay. So one one thing that I also think is is – the speeds in the speed super important, but I think the ethics of the agent is also important. As much as mm. we don't think it is, um, you're going to have two different types of animals with agents, 
you're going to have the guys that are going to that are going to um, uh, you're almost going to have three. You're going to have an agent that that's fiercely going to protect you as a buyer. They're going to look after you, believe it or not, maybe even better than the seller, because they mm. don't want the reputation of in the marketplace screwing buyers over. Yep. But you've got to remember you're acting for the seller, not for the buyer. Hard line to walk. It is. And I think a lot of buyers forget that. We act for the seller. We're getting paid we want to make seller. everyone happy. We want to make we're everyone happy, but we're paid Spot by on. the seller. Fact. That's it. That's Number it. two, you're going to get the agent that's, look, that's just going to let the numbers do the talking and they are there to facilitate the deal. So in they will explain to the purchaser, look, in the event of another purchaser coming along, you are on the market until exchange of contracts. Just want to let you know, I'm not going to be actively promoting your acceptance figure. I'm not going to tell anyone your acceptance figure, mm. but it's obviously on the market until you sign on the dotted line. Okay. Do you want to give people an example how like we do that here? Um, just, so, yep. just so if, if people can view. So let's say Mark. Can I do three before uh, I forget a... it? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and three is three is the agent that's probably a little bit ruthless mm. going hard for their client but willing to burn bridges all the way around to do it probably um uh, you know and probably really you know um exploiting the facts they will actually go out and tell the current buyers out there what offers are on the table and mm. how much they have to do to beat that offer in order to, to secure the property. So there's three cuts there. Um, yep. And we're, we are, a, you know, our fiduciary duty is, is to look after the interests of the seller. Okay. Yep. It's a hard world because we, we've also got to, we've also got to look after the purchaser as well. But really, the third one is aggressive, aggressively in still looking after the seller. But mm. I think that in terms of the buyer, they're ruthless. Yeah. Uh, these guys don't last long in the marketplace. Mm. Um, I'm really selecting my words carefully, carefully, because we've chosen such a hard, hard topic to talk about. <laughs> yes. Now tell us about number one. Which one was one? One was uh, one, one basically, is a, one is, okay. So yeah. number one would be you get your, you've got offer accepted. It's almost like um, number ones that can get you in a bit tricky. Let's say it's a good, I don't know, you don't want to say it's a client, but like a friend or whatever, but let's pretend it is. So you're sort of borderline very holding their hand. Let's just say the owner may be like, why haven't we exchanged? And you may be a little bit more on the buyer side, coming up with their excuses, calming it down, just really understanding the buyer, but putting sort of their time to make, not pushing them into it. I like the window cleaning going on behind you, by yeah, the way. Yeah, really, it's He's doing a great job. He is. The guy there's a way, is doing a great yeah. job. There's a way that you can sort of, um, you can push the buyer, but not push the buyer. So, and it's, you've got to be um, a little careful with it. And sometimes an agent can be a little bit too relaxed and be like, well, they've said they're buying it. 
we don't need, I don't need to really push into it. Well, they'll do it when they're ready. And that can be dangerous because you don't know what's happening in the background and their circumstances can change very quickly. Um, and then one minute they're a buyer or lovey-dovey or your best mate, and then they go on and your seller, who's your client, is like, so where's my deal? Um, and then like, oh, but that happened. And like, okay, but where's my buyer? Do you have a backup buyer? And like, nah, because I really thought he was going to buy it and I didn't want to tell anyone else. So that's a bit of a fine line because that can leave you with no deal. I think the perfect combination is the balance between two and three, uh, your option two and three, Mark, where you basically, you've got an offer on the table, but like we're probably a bit more prone, like we're, we've seen it a lot, deals fall over all the time. If we had, if we had, a, if we had every offer from a buyer go through, we would have no stock. <laughs> like shit would be different. I reckon okay. for every offer we get, like it's just for every offer we get, what 80% of them don't come to fruition. So you got to understand that from a buyer's point of view that we're, we're keeping you other buyers or still contact yeah. backup buyers because 80% don't come through, I reckon. Would you agree with that, Mark? For I how would. many offers and everything? Absolutely. Like, so you're forced in a way to not burn, not, not cut off other, other, other buyers that are interested, still keep them in the loop in the event of your offer not getting accepted. Something and what we're talking about today is 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 um, uh, getting getting screwed by by missing out on a property, um, you know. Yes. And, and I think uh, now that we've illustrated agents' responsibilities, duties, and the types of agents, I think it's important to also talk about because you can't select your agent; you're selecting your property. So yeah. you're almost, yeah, you're almost the, the vendor with, can, but the buyer can't. Yeah. So you're almost you may you may have the agro the ag the agro agent the ethical agent the um uh, the, the the softy agent uh, mm. the good guy agent um, you can't select those agents when you're buying a property yeah. because you've selected the property. What you can do, and this is this is great for people that are watching. What can they do to ensure they do not miss their property once they've got an offer accepted? What's the fastest, swiftest, smartest things you've seen people do that have actually um, secured the deal for them? Uh, the best thing is to at least get paperwork in. Uh, it's a little, it's a little. Um, so you sign the contract, you do something, because guys, it's not you can't exchange it unless we have all documents like a yep. contract and deposit. What I see really pisses owners off is when you get nothing. One way I've seen buyers really drag out that process, but show the vendors they're serious, is sign the contract. A signed contract without money is worth nothing. So there's no yeah. risk in doing it. That's a good call. Or vice, or vice versa, pay That's the deposit. Call. Pay the deposit. Signing a, it sits signing in our, a contract, yep. another one, heavy communication. Oh, over communicate. Almost annoy so, okay. the agent. <laughs> annoy the agent, because then the agent can do a better job with his client by yeah. informing them where where it's at yeah um and all pay the deposit just keeping guys the f money sits in the trust account it's not going to the owner's account it's not in our account it's in a trust account you get it back it's very easy so i that would that, that's the best thing that i see buyers do especially if they do need a couple more days to exchange is do one yeah. or the other 
sign the contract. That way, when the owner goes to the agent, what have they done? And that instead of the agent going, oh, oh, nothing. And then I will get on the phone and call the other 200 buyers we had through the property um, and back that up. So when an agent goes, oh, they've signed the contract, just waiting for the deposit. They said it'll be tomorrow, next day. Okay, good, sign contract. I know they're real. Because a lot of vendors out there can get a bit skeptical because um, some agents in the market, there's always that stigma going, is that buyer real? Um, I think some agents have used some tactics yeah. in the... I in think the window cleaner is doing a great job. I just want to let you know. <laughs> he, he's doing a, a phenomenal job. Hey, can you do a favour for me? Sorry to take your mm. topic. Can you turn your light down on, on the right-hand side just a touch? Look like a bit of a ghosty ghost. Oh, nice. Um, so, so that's interesting. So... So educating buyers on how not to miss out on the property. One, sign a contract. It's not, yeah. it's not, yeah, it's perfect. It's not committal. Sign a contract. It's not committal, yeah? Yes. Two, uh, keep the agent heavily informed. Yes. Three, pay a deposit. Because yep. uh, even if you pay the deposit, it's actually not, all sign that contract, it's not committing you. Yes. What but else we got? You, um, sign contract, pay deposit. I think they're the three. Um, um, I, I think also as a purchaser, uh, this is what I've just thought about now, what I would do. This is a totally new one that I've never done before. Mm. I would set up a WhatsApp group as a purchaser Yeah. with my real estate agent my solicitor, my um, uh, bank, yeah, and me. Yeah. That would be a weapon of a group because you are then nudging everyone. You're, you're sort of lubricating everyone every single That's time gold. you talk with them. Yep. And they all know what, what you're up to on that deal. Because that that it's just such a critical... If you're going to be buying a property from an offer acceptance to signing on that to actually purchased sold it could be a five-day period on average yeah and that's just such a heavy correspondence period between those those parties there can be 50 to 100 to 200 easy points of communication from all parties and i think that's gold if you set it up because often the agents call on the owner to call the lawyer the lawyers call on the agent agents call on the lawyer and back and forth just on one side then the other to have a group with that and be, I think for transparency, it's good. It shows it's legit. Um, that's really good. Obviously, if you that's, want, yeah, I reckon that's let's good. do that on all of our deals. And guys, if you can set that up, WhatsApp's a great, a great method of communication. So I think we've helped everyone today. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Anyone who's buy, huh? Hundred percent. Invaluable. Yeah, and you got clean windows. Lisa said the worst thing a buyer can do if they like a property is for nothing at all. That's so true. Uh, then call an agent after the weekend only to find the property sold. Yeah, sold for a price they would pay. Yeah, that pisses them we, off. They, we had this one. You know, you see it, you don't do anything. Yeah, we had this one on Saturday just, just to understand, so people can understand how short this pipe can be. We walked a buyer through at 12 o'clock on Saturday. They negotiated a price, negotiated the terms, solicited effect the contract, 
dinner build, building and pest inspections. Now it's four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. They signed contracts. Sellers signed contracts. They paid their deposit, organised their deposit, paid their deposit, got a 66 dollars certificate, so there was no cooling off on the property. Even yep. more, even more, which was part of the terms and that everyone negotiated. Six o'clock sold. Yeah. You know like, what, Mark? Yeah. I, I always say to people when, oh, do you have someone on the property? And the line I always say, I always say, move as fast as you can, regardless of everything else, because the amount of times I've gone, no, there's no one on the property, you see it. Next phone call, someone I showed two months ago, ready to buy, bang, sold. Or they see it that morning, bang, sold. Who cares about other people? Work as fast as you can, tick your own boxes. Because yeah. what's the right answer? No, there's no one interested. And then the next phone call, someone buys it. Or yes, there's someone interested. Like, and it, who cares? Do oh, your own, focus on yourself. Is and our world is, so, is just so different where you are, as an agent, you haven't sold it in three weeks or five or six weeks. You are hitting your head up against the wall within 24 hours you got three people making offers and running on the property. Oh. And you're looking at your colleagues next to you going, are you serious? Really? Yeah. Like, how can we have no one in 28, 35, whatever oh, days? I and bet. now, like... I've got a shop in Narrabeen. I've got a shop in Narrabeen, empty for two and a half years. And now I have three people on it. And the owner's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, all yeah, the when time. it rains and pours all the time. It happens. So just as Lisa said, find a lawyer that works Saturday. So true. The Saturday, Sunday period can be the difference of you getting that property and not getting that property. But guys, keep in mind, if you see property Saturday and exchange on a cooling off period, the weekend's like a free bonus because it's like business days. So you're getting two days for free. So yeah. sign the contract, exchange on a cooling off and figure the rest out. You can always extend a cooling off, guys. Yes. Um, by the landlord, by the vendor, agreeing. People don't know that. So if no. it isn't, and the thing is, by guys out there, it's easier to ask for five days, extend at the last minute. If you need a couple more days, then ask for ten days up front. Fact. Yep. Yeah, isn't that true? You know what? It's it's a classic thing that I I when I'm giving advice to people when they're buying with other agents, mm. I'm pretty much like, look, just just you've got a schmoozy, right? You got a smoothie. I said on day three, if you have to ask, if you have to delay the deal a little bit, that'll be okay. But if you know there's going to be that delay, and you introduce that delay up front, you could lose the whole deal. Yep. And 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 I don't mean to be terrible, but if I give you a working example, it's like dating, right? Mm. You don't turn around and and say these are the three best things about me, and these are the three worst. Yeah. Right. And then they go, what? You murdered someone? Now you get bigger. They go. There's only one they, person. Yeah. Nice year or killer. But you know, that, <laughs> you know, you, you tell them your three worst because I just want to be honest with the situation that I'm in at the moment. When you're negotiating and you're at this critical point of of of, of getting stuff, the deal done, you so and and getting it accepted, you've got to be like, you just got to talk the language the seller wants you to talk. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If there's little, if there's a little hickle, if there's a little catch. 
introduce it a little bit later in on the deal. It doesn't need yeah. to come in up front because it can actually poison the whole deal, guys. So it's super important to not missing a property. Talk the language the vendor wants you to talk. Perfect. Lisa, shout out to Jackson, legendary agent who referred me a listing. Where's mine, Jackson? <laughs> Chuck her out who needs anyone. Save a great agent there. Awesome. Anything else? I think we've smashed it today, Mark. Hopefully we help people. Hopefully we That's help. That's all we can do. We'll be back tomorrow morning as well. So we'll go from then. You. Done. <laughs> Thank you. See you, guys. See you. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone, for watching. The beginning. See you. Bye-bye-bye. Bye. Nice tie.